Hey y'all! Welcome to NOLA Hearts, a podcast to raise awareness about congenital heart defects and discuss resources about CHD and some other stuff. We're just two heart mamas doing this for heart mamas, or dads, grandmas, aunts, friends, whoever may want to listen. That's Susan Oakland. And that's Lana Stevens, and we feel like we've got a lot to say. Welcome back, everybody. Hello! We are in The end of October, approaching... Carson's favorite yes. holiday to quickly be followed up by my yes, favorite holiday. Which is Thanksgiving, right? Um, so this is a big week in our house. Big, big week. You know, we're prepping. This is like the Super Bowl this for Carson. This is the Super Bowl for Carson. And so we're prepping. Um, my house looks like Frankenstein threw up on <laughs> it. Do, do we know what he's going to be this year? Is yes. it still to be determined? Yes. It's, he is doing a group costume. Um. I don't, he didn't tell me it was a secret, and honestly, he doesn't listen to the podcast, so he doesn't have to know that. <laughs> okay, so what's he gonna be? So him and his friends are doing a group co- uh, costume where, and they have been planning this since last Halloween, by the way. Um, and they are going to be serial killers, and they are all going to be serials, um, something a serial mascot. So like Carson's gonna be the leprechaun, but like they're all like like they all have knives and and like a uh, like a chainsaw and like Wait, that's yeah hilarious. yeah and one's gonna be like fred flintstone one's gonna be like toucan sam and so they're all it's a group costume they're all the i really feel bad that i even said this because i feel like <laughs> i feel like he wants to make the big reveal but whatever i think it's safe on the podcast i think it's safe here i, think I don't know safe. that he's gonna he's definitely not gonna listen and i don't know how many of like his real big fans are listening to the Anyway, it's been a good, it's my favorite month. I love this month. October's and October has one. flown by. And, and you just had a birthday, so happy birthday, birthday to you, Sue. I'm on the down swing of 40 now. Oh, well, that's, but you're, you're still putting but your you feet on what? the floor, and that's all that matters. This is what I tell everybody. There are plenty of people who wish they could be my age. You're right. So I am happy to be able to this say. This is true. That I'm 46, because there are some people who wish they could. Yep, and they I can. agree. So, I agree. Like, I a, like I tell embrace my parents. every year. My parents, when they get very upset about another birthday, I say, you know what? You're still putting your feet on the floor. So that's good. That's right. It could be it could be the alternative. So yeah, yeah. We'll have take to be it. happy. Um, so today's guest, we're excited about. Um, she. We had her husband on the podcast over the summer. Um, George McGregor was on our June 23rd episode, episode 66, um, where he talked about his son... <coughs> Um, Everett, also known as Weibo. Um, he was a baby born with Down syndrome and a, um, was it an AV canal? Is I it believe something? so. Yeah. Um, and a, a CHD that needed to be repaired. And um, unfortunately, at seven months old, um, Everett passed away. And they have decided to do wonderful things um, with kind of the cards that were dealt to them. So uh, Brittany is is going to talk to us today about what they have decided to and what what their miracles have brought them and how they've decided to give back and ways that you can give back as well um, to the heart community and to other families in the area. So without further ado, Brittany. Welcome to Brittany McGregor. Thank you, Brittany, for joining us today. We're happy to have you here. Hi, Brittany. Hey there. We had your um, sweet husband over the summer with us on our episode 66, George McGregor. If any of our listeners listen to him, we usually feature dads in June. Um, and George did come on, um, I believe it was our June 23rd episode, and he talked about your little hero. Um, tell us a little bit more about Everett, also known as Weibo. Yes. 
So Everett means brave is a wild boar. It's how I got um, G on board with the name when we were trying to figure out a name um, a few years back. And, you know, looking back, we're almost at this two year mark of finding out our 20 week ultrasound um, about Everett's heart condition and Down syndrome. So flashing back a little bit, um, October 11 of 2021, um, we were all kind of getting ourselves back from Hurricane Ida and we're going just for our normal ultrasound. And we went in and found out um, that, you know, we did not find out the sex of the baby at the time, but the baby had AV canal heart defect and Down syndrome. And, you know, at that point, it does take a minute to kind of digest it. And thinking of how far we have come in the last two years is just remarkable. I think it's part of the magic um, yeah, I, I would say true magic of how far we have come and what we have learned mm-hmm. and how we've impacted others, right? Yeah. So you go from digesting this news to saying, all right, let's rock it. This is what we've got. We're going to get the most positive vibes. Love, love, love. Let's move on, right? Um, we've got a son, Brock, who's now three and a half. And again, looking back two years ago of having a one and a half year old and digesting this news. Um, But from that moment forward, it was just embracing it and doing as much as we could. And we felt community from love, from friends, family at that point forward. That's awesome. Yeah. So um, we we have always we've you know, we followed Susan and I both followed. Um, you guys story through through everything really. Um, as soon after um Everett was born, we kind of followed. Yeah, you know, Caroline had told us about it. Yeah, so before we, we even following. met you guys, we were following your story. Um, and I understand just from I was just looking up dates right before we jumped on here. It's been a little over a year since um his passing, correct? Yes. So, so he was born February 4th of uh-huh. 2022 in his own um making his grand entrance in call and days before I was supposed to be induced. We got to the hospital with uh, G and my mom rolling their eyes when I said I had pain and needed a wheelchair. Yeah, uh, he got told us about this. Yeah, about that. I'm like, I'm sure you pay for that later. <laughs> um, at 11.45, got to Baptist at 12.04, had a baby boy. Um, <laughs> and call. But honestly, that's when, you know, whatever you might believe, right? We just, there was angels in the room at that moment and Everett made his grand entrance. And from that point forward, you know, from the ups and downs of, you know, having a baby in the NICU for one week after birth and going through the early steps process for physical therapy and speech therapy, you do anything for your children, right? And we kept it again, just that very upbeat, love, 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 Let's give all the tools and resources that we possibly can. And we rocked and rolled those first five months of life. I mean, he was a giggly, smiley, energetic, fun, you know, all of the things. Um, And then your life can just kind of turn in a split second. We were diagnosed with RSV July 10th. Thank you, COVID, right? It was a bizarre year of kids getting sick in the summer. Mm Mm-hmm. And I just stuck with my gut. And I said, we're going to the pediatrician. We're calling cardiology. Something's not right. And a week later, we ended up being admitted to the uh, cardiac PICU at Oxnard. And um, so, yeah, after, you know, two months, after 30 days, we were there. And they went on the ECMO. And I know G went into that a bit in his podcast with you all. And then 30 days later, after 60 days, he passed on September 8th. And we experienced a lot of miracles. We experienced you know, it may not have been the miracle we wanted, 
But guess what? The miracles and the impact that we now realize we've had on our nurses who we took care of us, our doctors, our family, our friends, people we haven't spoke to in 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that magic piece that I mentioned in the beginning, I guess. Yeah. Right? No, really kind of see how this little kiddo at a 20-week ultrasound two years ago can make such difference um, only being on earth for seven months. Yeah, it's yeah, it's interesting. It's like when you question, you know, reasoning on things and then as you go through it, and like you said, you start to recognize the magic of all the things and in, in the community, like you mentioned, that's been brought together. Um, then those reasons just seem a little clearer, I guess. I don't everybody has a story. Yeah. And I don't right? know if it ever gets easier. I can't imagine it ever gets easier, but I think that those um those same has impact. Yeah, the impact probably helps a lot, I would imagine. Did you all do anything um, at one year or anything you'd like to share? So, you know, really, you know, kind of going back to after his passing, we could have been sad and lost him and do nothing or be sad, lose him and do something and give back. Right. Right. So that's where we kind of came up with that annual Weibo giving event was last year. I put it together in five weeks. And a lot of people say, y'all are heroes, y'all are these things. I'm like, I was selfish. I was just trying to function and cope yeah. and get Give yourself a purpose. Right. Do something. Uh-huh. It was, and and we realized, yes, G, Brock, and I will forever be impacted, but everybody around us is too. Mm-hmm. They went through that loss, but that was their way of coping too. How do you help, right? I mean, you all know when you've got a baby in the hospital, you're anticipating this heart surgery. Send a meal, send a this, send a that but you don't really know what to do. And even now, after what we've experienced ourselves, it's still very tricky. But you just try and support and show up with a bottle of wine or do whatever right. you have to really right. do to make right. it. Do what you can do. Real life, you know. So super successful um, first event last no- November. Y'all, we did 60 plus thousand dollars, 40 pints of blood, um, 200 plus toys, for what we've now named Everett's Toy Chest. Um, so the entire, um, so Oxford Child Life over at um, Oxford Hospital for Children, their system is now going to be Everett's Toy Chest. So it's oh, been- that's awesome. That. So that the whole program is now is now sponsored by him. Anything that kind of like is donated through their uh-huh. Amazon wish list. Uh-huh. Or, and, you know, I think a big piece of it is, you know, kind of taking a moment for Oxford Child Life and just Child Life in general, any facility. Right. I mean, across the country, what they do is just phenomenal. And it's something that not most people know about. Yeah, I agree. I do agree about that. Not, most people don't. No, they don't. Look, we didn't. Um... I promoted Oxford Hospital for years, tertiary services for cardiology and transfers. I wasn't familiar. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of part of our mission. Like if it's a kid going in for an appendix. Yeah. Yeah. They're there. Right. Or all the way to heart babies or, you know, um, these different cases. So, I mean, you know, y'all's own experience. Yeah. So for it's 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 definitely something that's impacted us. Um, Harley's last procedures have been through Oshner and um, their child life department really walked us through a lot of things. Um, so much so that like in the ages that she was in, she didn't want to see me. She didn't yeah. want to see anybody that walked into the room except for them. And so that is some that's something really wonderful for a parent to hang on to. And um, because it's the one person that your kids can will trust in that moment. 
Um, so much so that she's looking at studying it and, and when she goes to college next year. Um, so it, it's kind of been a, a twofold impact in our house. Um, so, and, and we've had, we've had child life specialists on, on the show before. Um, and so I definitely encourage people to learn more about that and the, the job itself, because it's not just, like you said, it's not just for heart kids. Um, it really walks any children going through anything, tubes in their ears, whatever it may be. If they're just nervous about going under or having an IV, um, those, that role is super important. So I'm a huge. And advocate. I feel like, uh, you know, when Henry was little and in the hospital, I mean, child life came around, but in a totally different way yeah. than they would now mm-hmm. for him and his later surgeries yeah. and, you know, toddlers and regular age, regular right. age, well, you know, what I mean? like, like preteen. Yeah. And, you know, like it's so different, but you know, I didn't really really, you know, like child life would come, but I was like, I mean, he's so tubed up and out of yeah. it. He doesn't really, he doesn't know, you know, right. But I mean, they always brought the DVDs for him yeah. and could watch Baby yeah. Einstein, you know, and it's like, you don't realize how much they help kids. Yeah, I think you know, you're a new mom too. You're just going through it and you're really not paying attention to who this person is that's coming through. It's just somebody in the hospital and they're yeah. helping you and you're appreciate it. Um, but wait, what was I about to say? Something about as... Sorry, I cut you off. No, that's okay. I forgot what I was about to say. If I remember, I'll go back. Sorry. Um, so tell us... Okay, you go, you go ahead. I was going to say, tell us about this year's event. Yes. Where is yeah. it? When is it? What are y'all going to have there? How do you get tickets? All the fun things so everybody, we can tell everybody about it. Yes, for sure. So um, we are going to hold the second annual Weibo Giving of the Sunday after Thanksgiving, November 26th at Southport Hall. Um, so it is a family-friendly event. We, um, you know, that's part of our story, right, is, you know, kind of going back to child life. It was not just for Everett, but for G, Brock, and I, how to explain things to Brock. And that was part of our lives and forever will be. This is just yeah. the beginning of it impacting him. And, you know, through Weibo giving and through Everett's toy chest, I want Brock to always know to give back in some way. Let's always talk about Everett. Mm-hmm. And again, keeping on those positive vibes. It's tough to explain heart or death to a three and a half year old. But yeah. if you're always are saying that you're giving back, you know, Everett is our angel. But there's children who are here that are sick, who need things. Um, so really keeping that in mind. So we do always want to keep it family friendly. So this year, we're going to kick off at 11 a.m. The Saints are at the Falcons. So we'll have the big screen out there. Oh, nice. Yes. We'll have the big screen. We know it's important. I'm like, Saints game on outside. We're going to have a kid zone with like a bounce house. Um, We got to keep those kids happy. So our parents stay right. And, um, you know, some sparkle station and face paint for the kiddos, but also like a sports zone. We'll have a live auction, um, a silent auction, a raffle, just some fun things. We'll have some food trucks, food, just, again, celebrating Everett's life and all about that love, love, love and community. And how much are the tickets? $25 a person. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and I'll be able to share that link with you guys, but yes. our website is bidpal.net slash Okay. Um, so no, right now we're, we'll share yeah, it. go ahead. No, we'll share the link on our, every time we, we share the social media post. And so part of y'all's giving, which we've started to do also to give back to the hospitals, but y'all collect toys, correct? Mm-hmm. So do people bring the toys there? Do they just buy them on Amazon and have them shipped to y'all? Can you do both? How does that work? You can do whatever you want as long as it is a packaged toy um, and they're not accepting stuffed animals. 
So, you know, it's easiest for the Amazon wish list. We do work with the team. That way they're kind of getting what they need. Yeah. And you know, and a big piece of this and Everett's toy chest is Christmas, of course, is extremely important to get Christmas gifts. That's what I was going to say. I just remembered what I was going to say. <laughs> Go. <laughs> no, I'm bouncing back here. This is how Susan and I work. Okay. So one Christmas... Carly was hospitalized and it was not cardiac related. I don't remember. She had, she had pneumonia or she had some type of other infection and she was hospitalized, not on Christmas, thank God, but it was like the week leading up to it. And I remember being so anxious and nervous, like, oh my God, we're going to be home for Christmas. We're going to be home for Christmas. We're going to be home for Christmas. And she was there. And I just remember like Every, there was an influx of toys that came in because of organizations like yours that offer these types of things. And she was over the moon. She was able to go over to the closet and pick out something that she wanted. And she was young, probably eight or nine, eight, six, seven or eight years old. And so like that, that stuff was so important. So that's what I was going to say. While there is child life stuff that walk you through the whole process of things, just getting a kid to think about something else for 30 minutes and right. go down to that toy room and pick out their toy and bring it back is a huge gift. Even if it's not walking them through a procedure or walking in, them through how they're feeling about something in that moment, it's like this magical takeaway and go to another room and look at something and be appreciative and remember that it's still Christmas kind of thing. So yeah. And so that's, that's more the legacy that we truly would like to leave behind. Yeah. Is, you know, yes, Christmas toys are important but guess what on the middle of a tuesday in april right you need stuff to be able to pull out yep. if you've got a teen who is in the oncology or infusion room they're going to probably need a little something if it's a 14 yep. year old boy and they can be doing a jurassic park or some kind of national geographic thing for a little while that to me is almost more important than the Christmas holidays. Of yeah. Christmas holidays. Yeah, absolutely. Right? The items that we will forever have with Everett of memory making of our handprints and just very simple things, but the embossing and the different art tools that they need. That's an everyday real life piece that we really want to be our lasting legacy of yeah. giving to child life, right? So that's why all of our money, the, it goes to their fund. Uh -huh. So if they want to use it in whatever capacity they feel best, go ahead and do that. But another piece of it is that fun part of being able to bring a toy and that uh -huh. brings joy to people. And that's what we want to teach Brock and his crew, right? Of, you know, now he's in pre-K three and this is going to grow with him and his friends for a very long time. Absolutely. So if they feel, you know, some kind of gratification of giving them a, a coloring book, Paw Patrol, awesome, let's right. do it. Right. right. So all parts of the spectrum. That's awesome. I love yeah. that. Um, that's what I was going to ask you about next. I don't know if I'm taking over. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're going to have to take over <laughs> the next interview. I'm warning you right now. Um, <laughs> um, how is Brock? I know that, you know, last year he was a lot younger and a lot, probably a little more difficult to understand, but three and a half. I mean, I know what my kids three and a half, you really start to get into some deep conversation. <laughs> Nothing will make you more humble than having a conversation with a three-year-old. Yeah. They, <laughs> so, get some, they get, they ask some they ask questions. questions. So how, how is brother doing? And like, you know, what are his memories? And I, I do love that that is something that child life does as well as bring in siblings and help, you know, help kind of guide them through, through what they're going through as well. I mean, that was part of our miracle day, right? The day before that Everett passed, 
um, the amazing team of cardiac nurses and child life specialists helped clear the floor for Brock to come up. He hadn't seen him since he was admitted to the hospital. Yeah, um, so, right. You know, 58 days later, um, that's part of our miracle day of Brock being able to come up and they didn't take eyes away from each other. I mean, they're like soulmates, right? But, um, and that will forever be one of the best memories. And people find that very odd or bittersweet to hear, but that will forever be ingrained in our hearts. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we continue to talk about Everett every day. Um, We pray to him every day. Brock knows that he's our angel in heaven. And it's becoming, as his brain gets older, it digests in a different capacity. And we are very grateful to still have child life guide us in some of those very tangible, concrete answers. Mm -hmm. His body is not here anymore, Mm -hmm. right? His heart stopped working. And does do I cringe sometimes as I'm saying those things? Yes, but the more concrete you can be, then in the other hand, we're like, oh, he's in heaven as an angel. So it's a little bit of both worlds. But that is a hard thing for kids to grasp. Yeah. Right. Sometimes I have a hard time grasping it. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? So it's like, here I am being like, oh, all hard. But then at the same time, like, oh, this is, you know, like a figment of your imagination. It's a little bit of both. But mm-hmm. as he gets older, the conversation will have to progress and transition. Um, he has started to ask more questions and we've been very open with school has been amazingly supportive. Our physicians have been supportive. I want everybody to be part of it, mm-hmm. right? You have too many chefs in the kitchen sometimes, yeah. but when it comes to this, I'm open to all at any support, you know, and I know a lot of folks will be listening and and I will share this um, because I want to be able to relate to others and to know I Personally, I'm always here as a resource of, you know, silly things of how many children do you have? Mm-hmm. That's a hard conversation to have. Or yeah, when they, ask, or when or they how, many them, how many brothers or sisters do you have? Yeah. But it's the truth. We, right. I've got two, I have two boys. I've got Brock who is here and I've got an angel in heaven, Everett. Yeah. And I keep it very, and I'm open to talk about it, you know. Um, but I bet, I, it, yeah, I bet it catches people off guard. It does. Because you're not expecting that, you know? And I know my audience, okay? Sometimes it's like, oh, no, Brock is in pre-K-3 and you move on. But at other times, we are very open because, again, like I said, everybody has a story. And it doesn't have to be the extreme of what happened to us or it can be a complete different platform. But we all have one. And if it opens the door for someone to share and to relate, and if I can be there for one or two people, I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. What I love about you guys, um, and you know, I, I know I've mentioned this, I don't know if I ever mentioned it to you and George, but I mentioned on the podcast before, um, I've worked with the Louisiana Organ Procurement Agency for 21 years now. So I work with a lot of families who have lost loved ones, um, obviously. And I, I do know that, um, the, this conversation that we're having is, is a conversation that I've had with numerous people before. And I know that, um, people want to continue to talk about their loved one. Yeah. Um, others get nervous that they want, they don't want to make people feel uncomfortable. So they don't want to bring in anything up. And so I love that you guys are so open about like just always wanting to talk about them because it makes other people around you more comfortable because nobody's comfortable with having conversations about death. Right? right. And so if you're the one in control of it and you're talking about it, then it makes everybody around you more comfortable. It's okay for me to ask about them. It's okay for me to to bring up a really great story I had. So <clears throat> continue to do that because I think it makes 
other people or just general public um, yes. comfortable with talking about death, which I think we all need to do, sadly. I mean, I know that it's what I do every day, but it's something that is important that we that everybody just become more comfortable with having conversations because it's not it's not taboo. We should not talk about it. It's and not- I think child death is a whole yeah. nother, especially an infant right. death is a whole nother. Yeah. You know, like I uh, I see it in my line of work, too. You bring up that topic and people like really, you know, not panic, but uh, totally. I know it's a makes them uncomfortable. Yeah. But in all of our experiences, although our children are still here, I know plenty of people who have been in the hospital with my son or families we've met who have been in the same situation as you and G and Brock. So mm-hmm. for all of us, we've experienced it and it's very real. And, you know, but for some people who don't, it just, you know, it's good to make them realize it does happen to, for lack of a better word, normal yeah. people That's right. like you and G. And I mean, because people always think it's like, oh, it only happens to bad people or people who did something wrong or, you know, people who didn't do what their doctor said, you know, it, you need to almost normalize that it happens. I was going to say to normalize it. Yeah. yeah. And that's where I turn it. And I'm like, oh, so let me tell you about Weibo giving, right? I mean, and being like, well, no, we give back. Like we're good. Like I'm not just saying we're good. Like we really are. It's yeah. so a market calendar for November 26th. Right. Send me your money, even if you but can't yeah. go on. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> honest, you should probably um, donate to our organization <laughs> if you feel real guilty about right. it. Use it, girl. Use it. but I just kind of soften it a little bit right that we that we're grateful and we give back and listen you know again it's part of our miracle and if what happened to us is to help another patient in the future to let the physicians learn something from ever they did a lot of experimental things Mm -hmm. that's medicine yeah yeah right I mean if we get to be a part of that in that setting or G and I and Brock for forever to come if we can just help one other person by sharing this, I mean, like I said, that's just, we get to talk about it. And it's an excuse to talk about Everett. Yeah. Well, I, I think that you guys have um, affected a lot of lives just in the past, I uh, say year, but really it's probably been well over a year. Um, so, you know, we appreciate you continuing to share. And um, one more time, give us the, the information about the event and yes. how to get tickets. Sure. Sunday, November 26th um, at Southport Hall. Um, We'll have some live music by the Crescent Kings and the Saints game um, on out there. And then you can get tickets. It's $25 a person. And tickets are available at bidpal.net slash WeboGiving. Awesome. And it starts at 11 a.m. You said it goes till what, about 4? Yeah. We're going to go through the Saints game and then kind of wrap up with our live auction. Um, And will y'all have your swag on sale there? Yes, we will. For awesome. people like me who are not yeah. on top of their game to uh-huh. order it online. <laughs> also, um, if anybody is interested, excuse me, um, in volunteering for the event, do you guys need volunteers for the event? Yes. Okay. I will also be connecting um, probably with y'all's team and to share with the folks. And it'll be on our website at bigpal.net slash WeboGiving. We'll have information for some high school volunteers for some hours. Awesome. Yes. And with Everett being um, Down syndrome in the heart, hopefully we'll be able to get some, um, you know, special needs cases that I know that they need to be doing as well. Helps for some volunteer hours as well. Awesome. That would be awesome. We, we, we have high schoolers. We will, we'll help spread the word. Trust me. (laughs) Well, thank you, Brittany, for everything. And we are looking forward to, are you going to be in town? I will. Okay. We are back that morning. Oh, okay. (laughs)
All right, I'm well, planning on coming. Well, I'm planning on coming. Whether she comes, I got or it on my calendar. I'm planning on perfect because we, we didn't have to see you all there. there. You were traveling, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, but yes, we're going to plan to be there, and we're looking forward to um, sharing all of the goodness that you guys are doing. Thanks again, Brittany. Sounds great. Thank y'all. All right. Thank you so much, Brittany. I'm hoping I'm able to make it this year. I'm I am to down the calendar. Me too. I'm I, to I wasn't able to my go last year, and I missed out on it. Well, but, and um, there's really no other better way to watch a Saints Falcons game than in a big group in a, in a happy environment like that, because you just never know what's going to happen. Yeah. You never know how that's going to go. <laughs> you never know how that's going to go. But isn't that every Saints game? Yeah, you just don't is. know how it's it going to go. Just it looks good. You think yes. you're in the clear. And then. Yes. But I do not. love that it's a family friendly event and that the kids can be there. And it's a way to honor him um, along with other angels, as well as um, support the child life program over at Oshner. So, um, we're going to share the links on how you can get involved and how you can um, attend the event on November 26th at Southport Hall. So, thanks again to Brittany. Yes, please share your personal stories with us, kids or adults, with CHD, relatives, anyone who wants to share their story. You can email us at nolahots at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Nola Hots. Listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Amazon Music, and Pandora. You can also share our podcast. If you're listening via Apple Podcasts, you can rate and review us. Uh, we appreciate all of our reviews that we've received on Apple Podcasts. We're looking forward to the next episode. Don't forget, no judgment here. It's all about survival. Cheers. Cheers.